Gracie and you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter, but you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Thank you, Rita Cosby. You can reach me on Twitter at Dominic TV. Five dead. Five dead in the shooting at the St. Francis uh, Medical Building, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Among the uh, dead, the shooter. Uh, We're going to uh, get to that in just a couple of minutes. Uh, Police say the shooter, who has not been identified, had a rifle and a handgun. And again, authorities believe he took his own life. I'm going to get to that and to Texas. But I want to sound off for a moment on a topic I have dealt with before. And it's coming out of left field a little bit. And that is transgender swimmer, Leah Thomas. Leah Thomas. She is speaking out. And no, Miss Thomas, you're not like Jackie Robinson in baseball making history. You're no Jackie Robinson. For what has happened, I don't blame Leah Thomas. I blame, and we're going to get to Texas and Oklahoma in just a minute, but I blame the NCAA and the University of Pennsylvania. Oh, wokeness, wokeness. The equivalent of wokeness for these institutions and businesses and everyone, you know, you want to be woke. It's the equivalent of saying Hey, hey, look at me. I'm cool. I'm I'm cool like everybody else. You know, you know, we're gonna we're going to um bypass all the rules and because I'm you know, wokeness, I'm I'm cool. Look, we let Leah Thomas compete against women. But yes, Leah Thomas had a clear advantage. She competed against biological women. It was an unfair advantage. Advantage, that is. DeSantis, the governor of Florida, and Vice President Pence, the former vice president, they were right to refer to Emma Wayette uh, as the true victor of the um, NCAA swimming tournament. And Wayette came in second place. Leah Thomas came in first. So Leah Thomas followed the NCAA and Ivy League rules since uh, she began her transition in 2019 by uh, starting hormone replacement therapy. She became a lightning rod when, you know, for those like me who claim that she had an unfair advantage in the water, having gone through puberty as a male. I just want you to listen. She sat down uh, before I switch gears. She sat down with uh, ABC News, uh, Leah Thomas, and uh, she's no Jackie Robinson. There are some who look at the data and suggest that you're enjoying a competitive advantage. What do you say to that? There's a lot of factors that go into a race and how how well you do and the biggest change for me is that I'm happy and sophomore year um, where I had my best times competing with the men I was miserable and so having that be lifted is incredibly relieving and allows me to put my all into training into racing trans people don't transition for athletics. We transition to be happy and authentic and our true selves. Transitioning to get an advantage is not something that ever factors into 
our decisions. You didn't transition to win more medals. No. Of course not. But yet, and, and I, just, I just had to uh, deal with this this morning. I know we have many more pressing issues. We'll get to them. But when Leah Thomas competed as a male with men swimmers, she wasn't even average. And now with her biological advantages, she's in the top tier, if not the best, among uh, women swimmers. 1-800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. I'm going to Texas and uh, Oklahoma in just a second, but I'm going to start with Tony and Fort Lee. Good morning, Tony, and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Man, Dominic, you're the best, my man. Thank you. Thank you. Go right ahead. Uh, yeah, real quick. Uh, so what's the problem, Leah Thomas? I mean, listen, there's female police officers that have to fight male bad guys. What, so female police officers say, no, 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 I can't fight you, male bad guy. Let me call the male police officer to fight the male bad guy or, or female Marines or hey, female I, I, surgeons. I, I, hey, Tony, I, I respect you, but but uh, but Leah Thomas um, didn't start out as a female. So, but the premise still holds the same. So, a female police officer can't get it. Well, oh, sorry, you're a two hundred pound man. I can't, I can't arrest you. Let me call a male guy here. So, like, no, you got a job. So, okay, equal rights. So, Tony, so so you believe it's a fair um, situation with Leah Thomas competing against women swimmers? Yeah, I do, and because you know why? Again, female police officers, female firefighters—they have to go and do this. They have to again. A female police officer has to fight a male bad guy, no matter what. There's no, oh, I'm so, I'm a female, I can't compete against. No, hey, you got a job. Arrest this 300 pound bad guy. Do it, or, or you know, or, or or maybe we have to just yeah. Everyone, maybe there are differences. Hmm, I don't know. You know, so yeah. I mean, I don't know where you want to go with it. Well, Tony, I I thank you, and I I appreciate your call. Before I switch gears, let me go to Larry in Brooklyn. Good morning, Larry. What's on your mind? You know, Dominic, this is very telling that you're talking about a subject like this in in light of the Texas shooting because it's all connected. You see, these 18-year-old kids that go out with guns, they they don't know right from wrong anymore, and that's exactly what the society is all about. I listened to this dude before on the air. This is a dude. This ain't no woman. I don't care how he feels. It's how he sounds to me. This guy sounds like a dude, man. I don't care how he feels. First of all, everybody has a feminine side to him. If he wants to express it, well, I want to be a feminine side, that doesn't give him the right to, to blow women away in the field. See, we are changing as a society. Anything that you feel is good. Anything you want to do is acceptable. That's the exact message that was conveyed to these 18-year-old shooters. You feel like shooting up a classroom? Well, I feel like doing it. I feel like a woman today. What do you know about that? I'm gonna. I feel like shooting up a classroom. It's all the same stuff. Well, I I don't know, Larry. If I if I would go that far, um, you're not the first to to um, make the connection to societal issues that are going on. And in fairness to uh, Leah Thomas, and and I promise, folks, I'm about to switch gears to Texas and Oklahoma, but. I, I'm almost nauseous uh, in terms of um, what Leah Thomas has been able to do taking advantage of a women's sports. In fairness to her, to point again, it's important that I point out that she did uh, begin her transition, Larry, in 2019 by starting a hormone replacement therapy. She did everything that's required of her by the NCAA. But now, but now she's talking about Larry, and I thank you for the call, that she wants to go to the Olympics. Shirley in Manhattan, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Melanie. Uh, so I just wanted to say that um, Leah Thomas, when performing as a male in the male swimming competition, was ranking at 416. And now that Leah Thomas is competing in female sports. Leah Thomas is ranking up there as number one. So just figure out the, you know, the whole thing of, hmm, I'm performing and I'm not doing too good in the male competition. 
at 416. But now if I go into the women where I have the upper advantage based on my anatomy, I can then rank higher and be in the top 10. There you go. Well, she denies that that's uh, what she was doing, Shirley. But your point is is well taken. And I, I just feel that so so we're going to completely up in a, a, a sport for, for women because of the rights of one person, of one person, all of these swimmers, these women that have been swimming for years, and this was to be their moment in the sun, and their, uh, uh, many of them, their eligibility is gone now, and they had to be in the shadows of Leah Thomas, a transgender athlete. What Leah Thomas wants to do, bravo, fantastic to her. I, I have had uh, friends uh, that are transgender. I support their rights. I really do. But this is just not fair. This is just not fair. Shirley, I thank you for the call, and now I'm going to switch gears. I just had to uh, sound off on uh, Leah Thomas. And, you know, because at the end of the day, what if we find out that she just did this to win, to make the headlines? Let's switch gears to Oklahoma, the shooting in Oklahoma a few hours ago, and to the situation in Texas, the funerals uh, held today for, and I'm saying this out of uh, out of respect for Mrs. Garcia, one of the fourth grade teachers for her and her husband. The husband died 48 hours after his wife. He had a heart attack, collapsed, and died dropping off flowers at his wife's memorial. They have been married for 25 years. They would have celebrated their 25th anniversary on June 28th. On, what, a few days from now? And all of that is gone. Also, the funeral on Wednesday was for 10-year-old Jose Flores Jr., he made the honor roll, and he was one uh, among many of the kids that received certificates on the, the day of question, hours before the shooting. The young man loved baseball and video games and was always full of energy. Let's go to our friend Jennifer up in Boston. Good morning, Jennifer. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Good morning. Um, Pleasure to hear you as always. Thank um, you. Same to hear you. Oh, thank you, dear. A um, couple of quick points, if I could. First of all, piggybacking on the whole Leah Thomas thing, I do think there's a correlation. I think we as a country have lost our collective mind. Um, and I, a lot of it has to do with progressives and the agenda. I mean, look at the crime throughout the country. Look at the way it's climbed in the past couple of years, especially, uh, especially violent crime. Look at it just, I mean, it, I think back to what Obama said about um, we're going to have to change our history, our traditions, the way we communicate, all sorts of things. Everything has changed now, and it's just what they've wanted. Um, they want chaos. And if you know anything about Marxism, and this is, this is what it's all about. And it's a scary, scary thing to see it actually unfolding before us. And uh, I don't know. I, I just I feel very, very unsettled. You look at what happened tonight. We won't hear much about Oklahoma because from what I've heard, this was a black man in his 30s. And if that's true, it won't fit a narrative. So it'll kind of just go away. And it's the same. It's Are you still there, Dominic? I'm listening. I'm listening oh, I'm, intently no, no, I'm to what you're saying. No, no, I understand. The phone just dropped off, so I wasn't sure. How, um, but I, I just I look at what happened. Um, the vice president went up to Buffalo to the one of the services up there. Yes. Um, that sweet elderly woman, God rest her soul. And um, I don't believe that um, when Daryl Brooks mowed down those people that the White House sent anyone there. Um, I don't believe that the services were covered one after the other. And this is what's happened. There is, they're promoting racial divisiveness. Um, I've told you before, every loss of life 
is violence is a tragedy, and it should be treated the same, but, but it's not. We're looking for cer- certain perpetrators. We're ignoring certain victims. And it's, it, to me, I just think the whole thing, there's a correlation to the overall madness and to why all of these shootings are happening. And last but not least, did you see the video? There were two videos I saw in the past two days, one from the Upper East Side of a um, man on a bicycle getting off his bike and then going over and slashing and stabbing another guy. I, I have that, seen it. That that one's old, Jennifer. That yeah, happened yeah. To, That happened a few days ago. So, you know, yeah. it happens so often in New York these days that, yeah, but anyway. Yeah. And then the poor 16-year-old girl walking yes. into the deli. Yes. And, and last but not least, did you hear about, I think it was in Chicago, just trending on this whole madness. Um, the, the What happened to the, the man they called the walking man? that actually has murals of him painted in this city. He's so well-known, the homeless man there. Okay, I'm not familiar well, with them, but go ahead. It just relates to the madness I'm talking about and how 27-year-old useless piece of you-know-what, Dominic, he he was having a bad night and he felt angry, so he, he supposedly found a cup of McDonald's uh, with a, a gasoline in it. So he took the gasoline, and it's all on security camera, and he threw it on this poor man known as the walking man and um, who was sleeping on the street under a blanket, and he set him on fire. And he stood there for about 45 seconds while the guy attempted to get up. And it, it's just all horrific. As of yesterday, he was expected to have passed. I don't know whether or not he did. Mm-hmm. But we, we're really losing it, Dominic. Well, well we, Jennifer, you are correct. And I was listening carefully. Thank you for the call, Jennifer. Thanks. Thank you to every word that you said, uh, because oftentimes you are dead on with your assessment. So let me just rewind a little bit of what you had to say before I take this uh, break. One, um, all lives are equal and should be treated the same. The situation in Wisconsin was awful, horrible with that animal driving that car into those innocent grandmothers celebrating Christmas. The same thing, there should be the same news coverage of Wisconsin and uh, Buffalo, which it was also absolutely horrible of what this nut in, in Buffalo did. Now, I'm going to receive um, at least uh, five emails. How come you didn't call a guy in Buffalo an animal? You called a black guy in Wisconsin an animal? That's that's the way the emails sound to me. At some point, I may refer to him. In all likelihood, I probably will refer to him as an animal. But when, it, when there's an, a mental health element, it just makes me pause and reflect for a second. So I want to hear the script play out a little more before um before i i go there uh we jennifer's point is, is correct uh society wise we are losing it folks i'm sorry we we have to be honest we have to be honest about this in terms of and i'm going to focus a little bit later on in my carter cares segment about the 16-year-old girl stabbed in the back in broad daylight that jennifer just referred to broad daylight it's happening every day How could you call yourself an elected official? I'm not just talking about the mayor. I'm talking about the council members, the public advocate, the city comptroller, the members of the assembly, the the members of the uh, state senate. I'm even talking about the district leaders. How could you call yourself a leader, an elected official, with the behavior that's going on on a daily basis. 16-year-old girl can't even go into the juice bar because some nut comes up behind her and just stabs her. And if you look at and if you look at the video after he stabs her, he looks down to see if there's blood on his knife. I'm going to get to that uh, coming up in the Carter Care segment about 45 minutes past the hour. I see all of your calls. I'm going to get to as many of them as I can. New callers, 
all the folks from Ohio to Scarsdale to Rockland to New Hampshire to Virginia to the Bronx to Morristown. I will be right back. Talk Radio 77 WABC. I heard you were looking for me. Hello. You know. And we are back. Talk Radio 77 WABC. So in Tulsa, Oklahoma, a few hours ago, five dead in a shooting at the St. Francis uh, Medical Building. Uh, among the five, the alleged shooter who apparently took his life and had a rifle and a handgun. This is on top of the ongoing funerals that will last for a while in um, in Texas. Let's go. Let's go right back to the um, to the uh, telephone calls. Let's go to Eileen in Rockland County. Good morning, Eileen. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good, and I hope you are as well. Yeah, I'm doing better than last night. Thank you. I have three points. The lady, Jennifer, that called in, yes. she is 100 spot on. Number two calling these shooters animals is really, really wrong because animals treat their animals better than the human beings treat themselves. And also, with the mental illness stuff, a lot of people are doing copycat stuff. Mm -hmm. They want to get their names in the news. And number four, sorry, I said three, but number four, what we need in this world, in this country, is more spirituality as opposed to religion. They're two different things. Mm-hmm. Spirituality calms me down. No matter what faith you are, it doesn't matter. I am not a proselytizer, but a lot of people have put money and fame and material things before the higher power. That's what they revere. No, you're supposed to revere our creator. We are all God's children, no matter what religion, color, faith, nationality we are, and we're all treating each other like dirt. And I'm Correct. sick of it. I'm Correct. Sick of it. Eileen, you are correct and your assessment about, you know, I guess some of the kids call it fake it till you make it, um, whatever the case may be, just make it, you know, 15 minutes of fame. I'm not blaming Kim Kardashian for any of this, but there is a problem in society where everyone wants to be the next Kim Kardashian. I'm a star, right? That's just a um, a sentiment. And let me just tell you this, uh, a sentiment that's out there. Let me tell you this, folks, and, and uh, my own wife doesn't believe me, but there's going to come a time when I'm going to reach an age and I'm going to say I've had enough with broadcasting. It's my love, and then I'm going to retire. And I... I I am the opposite effect of the 15 minutes of fame. You're probably not going to believe me, but I don't enjoy the public part of the job in terms of um, being out in the public's eye. So when I'm done with, with this, with broadcasting, I can't wait to ride off into the sunset and I'm not going to say I'll never watch another newscast because I want to be up on the issues, but I want to live a nice, hopefully I won't be stabbed or shot or, or, or one of these homeboys in the street won't run over me in a scooter. Um, but I want to live a nice, quiet, quiet life away from the media spotlight. And yet in society, it's just the opposite these days. 
Everybody wants to be a star. Everybody wants their 15 minutes. Let's go to Tom in the Bronx. Good morning, Tom. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. How are you? Good morning. I'm well, and I hope you're well. Go right ahead. Um, you know, getting back to the failure of the police to respond for 40 minutes, I started thinking about it, and I'm saying to myself, when police are negotiating new contracts and they want more benefits and more salary, what do they use quite often their argument to justify their compensation? The very incident that they shied away from. We take our life. Our lives are put in danger every day. We, okay, you're right. You're walking around. You're a target. People drop things off rooftops on cops, even firemen. So my my argument is, why then, when somebody fails to perform, like any civil servant, when they fail to perform, their compensation should be cut. That. That agreement should be made in the very beginning. You're going to be expected to be selfless, to run into a burning building, to go into a school so, with Tom, an active shooter. Tom, what? so so <laughs> I want to make sure, and I wanted to hear you out fully. So you're telling me that for a situation like Texas, and who knows what the Justice Department will find, you know, what may be the repercussions of what's, what may happen but you're saying that police should lose part of their pay? No, they should be fully compensated for not getting. Yeah, I'm saying that, a con... look, if I don't perform, I've been in sales my whole life. If I don't post numbers up on the tote board, right. Tom, it's not working out. Right, but Tom, 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 Tom. With, hey, 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 home. hey, Tom, 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 I, I love you, man, but, but you are pushing my patience right now. So police officers that put their lives on the line every day, you are comparing your job as a salesman and the numbers that you, the, the, the criteria you must meet, must meet. You're comparing that to somebody that can catch a bullet in the head? I mean, are you serious, Tom? I worked for four years in Co-op City Security, a dangerous place. It is I a dangerous place. Two, it is a dangerous uh, place. I did it, I'm 70 now. I okay. did it 30 years ago. Okay. Well, oh, more than 30 years ago. I was 24. So okay. whatever that is. Whatever it is. All right. Something years. And I had no weapon. All I had, no, no bulletproof vest. Got I had it. a nightstick Understood. and a radio. Right. And, and I wasn't getting, I was making 12000 a year. Okay. But when I saw something happening... I acted. I, I came across a big hulk of a guy beating up his girlfriend. I, I walked up behind him. I wound up, and I was ready to hit him in the side of the head so I could crack his skull. And I caught myself, and I said, what are you doing? And he looks up at me. It was his girlfriend. He says, nothing. I said, get off of her. And I said to the girl who couldn't catch her breath because he had been punching her in the chest like a, like a, a, a pneumatic press. I said, Miss, do you want to push charges? And she said, no. Okay, but Tom, so but Tom, realized- but, but Tom, wait, 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 let's bring it back. Let's bring it back because I do have to move on to other call. I, I, I completely listen to you, but, but your premise of basically what I heard was the police screwed up in Texas. It, it, it should be deducted from their pay. First of all, police in a big city and police in a small town are two entirely different things. And, you know, it, the police may have screwed up in Texas. I don't know what the situation is yet, but I'm still going to give them the benefit of the doubt because of what police have to do each and every day with their jobs. And I thank you for the call, Tom. I am, I'm not going to second-guess them. I was not there. I don't know the information that uh, Arredondo, whatever his name is, the school police chief, I don't know what information he may have had at that point. So until I know further, I am going to reserve judgment. I'm not going to join in in attacking the police. That's why we're in the problem that we're in now society-wise. Because the, the, the rabble-rousers told you it was cool to attack the police. Oh, what's the problem? The police. You know, I I, I was watching this thing on um, HBO Max uh, about a police gun unit in Baltimore. We own this city, right? 
the entire unit of police officers, plainclothes officers, they got the guns off the street, but apparently they were robbing drug dealers, stealing money. The entire unit is in jail. So as a result, in Baltimore, they got rid of the uh, plainclothes police officers, right? Sounds great. Sounds wonderful. How good is that working out for the little kids being hit in the head with bullets? Getting rid of the plainclothes uh, units. We have to be careful what we ask for. New York City, Mayor de Blasio, right? He wants to go to Congress now, right? The mayor says, oh, no. Uh, uh, I'm going to say exactly what I feel like. The black people love me. So so what they want is no plainclothes police officers, and I'm going to give it to them. Ray, bravo, bravo. Hey, de Blasio. How well did that work out for the city of New York? You delivered to the black community. You said no more plainclothes police officers. How well is that working out for the black community, de Blasio? Now that you're begging to go to Congress and trying to resuscitate your career, it's not going to happen, de Blasio. You couldn't be elected to this, to this, forget the city council, he's already there. I don't think you could be elected dog catcher, de Blasio. Let's go to, let's see here, let's go to Lewis in uh, Scarsdale. Good morning, Lewis, you're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good, I hope you're well, go ahead. So I had some questions about the shooter in Texas, and... You know, I read stuff online, I read stuff in the paper, and all of a sudden I hear about this guy that was at a barber was handed a shotgun, and he went in and he shot the killer. What do you know about that? I Honestly, Lewis, I, I have no idea what you're talking about right now. Well, maybe I'm reading a little too much online. And, you know, and and, and you it know. depends on it depends on the source of where you're reading this. Let me just say this, Lewis. If you're reading from a reputable news organization, that's one thing. But if you're reading conspiracy things on the internet, it's very very dangerous and often not factual. Well, a lot of times it isn't until it's true. But what I'm saying to you is, this information was about a border patrol agent that got a phone call from his wife mm-hmm. and was told that. The children were being held hostage, and there was a shooting at a school. And he was the actual shooter that put down okay. the assailant. Okay. Would, do you know anything about that? Because there, there, honestly, there, there have been reports, uh, Lewis, and, and I'm going to be honest with you. I, I, I've been trying to steer clear of um, the general statements that are out there. Here's why. So with the door, we were told that the door was closed and that the um, the school officer was on premise. Then we were told the door was cracked open, and that's how he came in. And then we find out that a teacher closed the door, but it was, a, it was not locked. And so there are so many things that are out there. But now I understand, Lewis, what you're saying. I have heard a similar story, but uh, until I hear that uh, factual from either the Justice Department or or as, as as it being part of the official narrative of what happened, I'm just steering clear of uh thank you for the call lewis of um of all of this uh information here. Let's go to our friend Audrey in Brooklyn. Good morning, Audrey. You're on talk radio seventy seven w a b c Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. And I have to ask, how was your weekend? <laughs> I'm looking forward to uh, to the next weekend, uh, which which is after tomorrow's show, Audrey. Okay. Now, business at hand. Um, you know what? The only thing that bothers me with this whole situation in Texas are the lies, the constant lies. And police officers, mayor, no matter who's telling the lies, it's too many lies. And that, that's discouraging because every time a, a lie, uh, it turns up that they're lying, then they change the story. I think they all should be held accountable. And just for the records, uh, the shooter in Tulsa has not been identified. So, Jenny, you need to do more researching because he's black only in your mind. I, I hate hearing that stuff. He, he hasn't been identified as black, white, or green. So, but thank you for taking my call. Well, Audrey, I, I thank you for the call, and you're referring to what uh, a previous caller said. 
about the shooter uh, in Tulsa. I don't know the the race of the individual. I don't know, honestly, why that's so important all the time. It's almost like, see, got you. Look, it's one of them. No, it's one of them. We're all human beings at the uh, end of the day. Before I take a break, let's go to Jacqueline in Queens. Good morning, Jacqueline. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Dominic, when you say they acted or like an animal, will you please say they acted like a human animal and don't insult animals? <laughs> I like that because it's true. Uh, <laughs> you know what? You, you, you know you know what, Jacqueline. Um, it, it is it is true, but. And and the sad part, the sad part, the sad part, the, the, this is what will happen tonight. I will get off the air and I'll be driving back to Rockland and I'll get one or two comments or one or two emails. Well, well, you, you called this shooter in Wisconsin an animal, but you didn't call that one an animal. And it's, 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 it's all what's wrong because at the end of the day, right, when when I refer to the shooter in Wisconsin as an animal, is he an animal? Absolutely. Absolutely. So so am I supposed to go, am I supposed to go, and thank you for the call, Jacqueline. Am I supposed to go, well, um what what about his civil rights? And um, you know, he, he's got a he does have a trial coming up, and frankly, and maybe I shouldn't say this, but I could care less about his civil rights based on what he did to those innocent grandmothers, minding their business. It was wicked what that man did in Wisconsin. It was horrible what happened in Boston. Boston, In Buffalo, it was horrible what happened in Texas. It's horrible what happened in Tulsa. And I'm not even starting uh, this morning on the gun control argument because... You know, we can talk, 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 talk. And it seems like feelings are not changing. Maybe this bipartisan um, uh, group of senators, maybe, maybe they'll come back with something. I'm hopeful that they will. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. When we come back, Carter Cares, I'll tell you about that young lady in Brooklyn stabbed in her back as she's walking into a juice bar. It's incredible. W-A-B-C. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. He's your numero uno. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Highlighting stories that hit close to home. From your borough to your dinner table. This is Carter Cares. You have to feel for 16-year-old Dajian Wilson, a young lady. The footage is all online. Released by the NYPD shows the young lady walking into the Urban Juice Bar and Grill on Rutland Road in Brownsville about 6 p.m. May 22nd. When a man comes up behind her, someone she doesn't know, in broad daylight, raises a black knife and swings from above his head and stabs her once in the left shoulder, in the back, without saying a word. The 16-year-old is lucky to be alive. And there are two things that she says. She says that she's anxious when she has to go out. That's understandable, the understatement of the year. And two, the 16-year-old African-American young lady says, I just want to say thank you 
to the NYPD. She says it's probably hard to find this guy. I appreciate all they put into finding him and people like him. The suspect walked off, checked his knife to see if there was blood on it. He's identified as 20-year-old Ozzy Lewis. If he's mentally ill, what is he doing on the streets? Even if he isn't mentally ill, what is he doing on the street? Oh, wokeness, wokeness. No justice, no peace, right? Sometimes no justice, no peace can be a good slogan to achieve justice. But lately, it's nothing but a calling card where law enforcement has to back off and people like this, this suspect, continue to do what they are doing. 16-year-old young lady can't even go into a juice bar. Stabbed in her back, the left shoulder of her back. This guy swings swings the knife from Alabama, coming down and jabs her. Could have been much worse. Could have been much worse. Let's go to Ralph in New Jersey. Good morning, Ralph. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Wait, wait, wait. Ralph, hold on. And I want to say coming up at 1 a.m., Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. Ralph, you have the floor. Okay, okay right, go ahead. Uh, thank you for taking my call, first of all. Since we are, everyone is talking about double standard. Let me take, uh, you know, my... Uh, two cents about what it means for me, okay, as an American, okay? It means this goes against the the value of this country, which stands for equality and fairness, correct? Ralph, Ralph, listen to me. I'm trying to follow you. I have a, a, a bank full of loaded calls. You've got to get to the point. Right, you okay, can't lecture. You've got to tell me. Okay, go ahead, the Ralph. Go ahead. standard, as far as I'm concerned, goes against the value of this country, which stands for equality and fairness. Okay, well, and you, you know wait, 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 you know, Ralph. Ralph it, when you say yeah. double standard, my friend, what are you talking about? I don't know what well, you're talking when you about. Have one, when you have one situation, like Wisconsin, and then you have another, like Buffalo, and this is treated that the same way. Okay, there goes your double standard right there. Okay, all right. So, so okay. So, what is your point now, Ralph? My point is the double standard goes against equality and fairness for which this country stands for. And you know what a average person feels about the double standard? Like myself, I feel like I'm being robbed the wrong kind of way. Number one. And I feel like I'm being alienated, number two. Wait, wait, okay, wait, wait, Ralph, 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 I'm trying to follow you. You said you feel like you're being eliminated? No, alienated. Eliminated. And no, alienated, 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 alienated. okay. So when you say you feel like, okay, wait, wait, Ralph, when you say that you're being alienated, what, you got to talk plain talk to me because I'm up against the hard clock and I've got a lot going on. So when you say you feel like you're being alienated, put it on the table. What are you saying? Well, I mean, when you have a situation in one place being treated differently. You, you didn't say that three times and, now. What are you saying? For the last time, meaning, Ralph, meaning, and then I'm going to move on. Meaning, meaning we do not value all lives. I, I, we, I believe right up front, you know, that all lives matter. If you put the double standard in this country, you don't value me. You don't value a white person. You don't value a, a Hispanic person. It's as simple as that for me. Mm-hmm. You don't okay. value an Asian person. What, well, you, you, well <laughs> that, that's another whole show, Ralph. And I, I thank you for the call. I really wish, Ralph, that I had time to engage with you because it sounds like an interesting conversation, but I'm really up against the clock right now. 
and um, uh, coming up at 1 a.m., Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. Let's go to Tory in Long Island, on Long Island. Good morning, Tory. What's on your mind? Good morning, uh, Dominic. Dominic, let me just ask you a simple question. What does active shooter mean to every policeman that's walking on the streets of this earth? Active shooter means, and that's what, go directly to an active shooter. They had an active shooter in front of those poor kids. Not, not one policeman took the guts to go and do what he had to. Active, they're trained for active shooter. What does that mean? It means somebody is an active shooter. Go. I don't care what they say. They're waiting for this. They're wait. No, you don't wait. Those poor kids, they have no time to wait. My, my heart is broken for those beautiful kids. Those policemen can't live with themselves. I don't know how they're going to live with themselves. Act, aren't they trained, Dominic, for active shooter? What does it mean? It means for people, regular people like us, and you too, Dominic, what does an active shooter mean? It means somebody is shooting. Go, go. Don't stand at this. When I hear what took place with all those policemen, they should be. Now, let me ask you something. That's their job. You're trained. You're in front of an active shooter. Go, go towards that shooter. I don't care what it takes. Just go. Save those kids. Now, if you or anybody does anything wrong on their job, that's drastic. You're fired. They don't deserve to be policemen, Dominic. Really? Those poor children. Well, uh, Tori, um, I, I don't want you to be upset. Um, you know, uh, it, it's a tough situation. The only thing I can say, Tori, is that, um, yes, they, they are trained to go in, but we don't know what the command said. And so, it, yes, you have to go in, but it still has to be a coordinated effort. You know, I, I'm not a police officer, Tori. But I, I just, um, I don't want you to be sad, and and I don't want you to uh, cry. And um, no, yeah, I cry because I look at those beautiful children. They were beautiful. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you something. There was policemen. Not one policeman had the guts to go into that burning building. Look at it like a burning building. Go in and save a child if a child is in a building that's burning. Wouldn't your re, your your reaction uh, would just want to go in there and get that child out? Yes, but Me, but Tori, but but police can't just do what they want to do. Uh, oftentimes, they can get in trouble if they disobey a command. So I I don't know. I was not on the radio at um at that incident. But right now, Tori, I just want you to uh calm down and um get some rest and and you know maybe maybe Tori, maybe for tonight, maybe you need to turn the T V off or the radio and just try and take it easy. I d I don't want you to get yourself further upset. It's already tough enough with the the funerals for those kids. Tori, uh I, I thank you for calling in and um and please, please, please take care of yourself and, and try and take it easy. And we'll we'll see what happens in this situation. Thank you for the call, Tori. I'm glad uh, that you called in. Um, I'm not so glad at how upset you are. Joining me right now, we're going to go back to your calls in a second. But joining me right now, Frank Morano, the other side of midnight that starts at 1 a.m. this morning. Good morning to you, Frank. Good morning, Dominic. How's it going? Okay, except for hearing uh, Tori in tears Absolutely. there. 
Um, what's coming up on your show? This well, uh, I this is my last show of the week today. Well, so that's right. I'm off to Hawaii. Curtis told me today. to give you a hard time. That's right. Well, as if you needed any <laughs> extra incentive. As if he needed to tell anybody that. Now, um, uh, so uh, we're going to do a lot of the Friday features that we normally do on Friday today. So we do denunciations on Friday, and we do um, we do Ask Frank Anything on Friday. So we're going to do both of those today. But I'm also going to be joined by Republican candidate for governor, Harry Wilson. He's going to join me. We're going to talk about his plan to fight crime in New York. And uh, I'm going to talk. We, it's Thursday, so we are going to do our weekly trip to Atlantic City and get a report on what's happening down there. There's some big things happening down there for summer. We'll tell people about it. Sounds interesting. So so here, here's my uh, Curtis, and I, I know I shouldn't do this because uh, he's going to have a clip of this. So this, this, <laughs> this is Curtis Lewa. Hey, hey, Dominic Carter, uh, listen here. No, he doesn't go. Uh, listen here, listen here, Dominic Carter. You are here as a buffer between me and Morano. Morano was the golden boy. He gets everything he wants, and and you have to ask him A B C D E F G. What else could Curtis want that he's not getting? Uh, I mean, maybe some more airtime. Maybe that's what he needs. But he'll be here tomorrow, so I'm sure you'll you'll have he'll have some fun with you tomorrow. I'm sure. Oh, he'll uh oh, so he'll be here tomorrow. That's right. I, I shouldn't have made that. Comment. Hey, I, I, no better time. He's, he needs. <laughs> Five hours to fill somehow. So you're you're gone tomorrow and and Monday. Monday, yes, I'll be back uh, in time for Tuesday morning show. That's right. Have you announced where you're going? Uh, Hawaii. My brother's uh, getting married oh. in the most inconvenient place possible. So I'm looking forward to going, but uh, I wish it wasn't a 12 hour flight to get there. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck with that. Thank man. you. Thank Let's you. go to Gracie in Rockland County. Good morning, Gracie. You're talking to Frank and Dominic. Hi, hi, guys. Listen, a quick, uh, uh, Frank, what island are you going to? You're going to love Hawaii. Uh, you know, it starts uh, with a K. I don't know anything oh, about these islands. Uh, you, oh, everyone well, keeps asking me. It starts I, with a K. I, I've been there. I've been, I, yeah, I've been there. Okay, what did I call? It's beautiful. You're going to love it. Um, let me tell you, what did I call? I'm in California now in Burbank, even though I said Gracie's from Rockland because I wanted Dom to know who I am. What am I going to say? I want to say this. We are never going to get anywhere. Why? Because people on the right think the people on the left are, are, are irrational. The people on the left think the right is irrational, and we can never get anywhere. And the politicians like it when everybody is angry. Because that way they're kept in office and they have their own little blocker group. Now, as far as I'm concerned with what happened, it, of course it's terrible. The 19 kids uh, were killed. But I believe by the time the police even got there, many, many, if not all of them, were shot. As soon as he got in that room, he started shooting and he shut the door. Mm -hmm. And uh and and that's my opinion. Well, that's what I think. Well, Gracie, you're right on time because we are out of time, and I want you to enjoy California. And, uh, Frank, enjoy Hawaii. I've been there a few times. You're going to have a great time. Have you? But now when you land in Honolulu at the airport, it's not too appealing. It's only once you go about 30 minutes really? uh, towards the big uh, island okay. or whatever. But you're going to have a wonderful time. I'm looking forward to it. Well-deserved break. Thank you. You deserve it. And, and good luck. Have Thank fun. Thank you, my friend. I will see you on Tuesday morning. Have fun in my absence. Fantastic. Frank Morano coming up right now. I'll see you tomorrow. Talk Radio 77 WABC. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.